Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Listen. Let me show you how we kicking it. Lacing up my cleats to chase a goal. Been like Beckham, but we never fold. Let me show you how we kicking it. Baby, you ain't working how we working. Scoring like a 10 up on my jersey. Let me show you how we kicking it. Stay up in the field, we going hard. Pray we never see a yellow card. Let me show you how we kicking it. So if your feet can plant it to the ground, we'll go ahead and put your hands down. Let me show you how we kicking it. What is up, you guys? My name is Jess Lazo, and you are kicking it with me on the Women's College Soccer Podcast, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. Do you believe? Welcome, everyone, to episode one of the podcast. I am so, so excited to hit the ground running with this show, and I hope any listeners out there feel the same way. So today for the topic of discussion, I kind of wanted to talk about what's been going on with COVID and how it's affected the world of college soccer. But before we get into that, I kind of wanted to give a quick little background on myself. So if you listen to my teaser, I mentioned I'm still a college soccer player. I'm actually a senior at DePaul University. I originally started my college career at the University of Kentucky, but things just didn't work out. So I ended up transferring to DePaul, where I've spent my last three years. So moving on to what I initially wanted to talk about. Um, Obviously, COVID has negatively impacted a lot of things this year, including college soccer. So what I wanted to do today was kind of give you guys a timeline of what I went through this past year and kind of talk about what the future might entail for the spring and so on. So let's start all the way back in March. So very beginning of March, I mean, I don't think any really buddy thought COVID was really a huge deal. And then all these cancellations started coming out like my study abroad spring break trip. So I was kind of like, oh, uh oh, like what's going on? And then there was one day where our coach had a random meeting with us because we were hearing all these rumors that we were going to get sent home. And yeah, we'd be sent home for spring break, but we wouldn't be coming back for the following quarter. So obviously there were a lot of questions being raised So um, we met with our coaches and they were just like, yeah, you guys are being sent home. Um, Obviously, we don't know what's going on, but everyone was in shock to say the least. I mean, it was just, this whole situation is just very out of the ordinary. So um, especially in the beginning, it was very um, confusing. So we get sent home and we don't go back to school Um, obviously it's not normal for us to be home for like over two months max, um, just because we have preseason and I I don't know, it's just not normal for a college athlete to be home for that long. So I was home from March all the way to the middle of July and 
yeah, I mean, it sucked working out by myself. Luckily, I had my boyfriend with me who um, did some of the workouts with me, but it was hard not training with a team for that long. Um, Luckily, when I came home or came back to Chicago in July, I was able to get together with a couple of my teammates and work out. Um, But yeah, those, what, like five months, those were hard. Um, Luckily, my teammates... um, and like my coaches, we would have Zoom meetings each week um, in order for us to kind of maintain our chemistry and just catch up with each other. So I thought that was very helpful. But I mean, being home for that long and not being able to do regular things due to COVID, it it was hard. It definitely was hard. And I know anybody can relate to that, not just athletes, college soccer athletes. Um, so yeah, that was frustrating for one. And then just the fact that we didn't really know what was going on with the upcoming season as well. That was even more frustrating. I mean, the spring sports were already canceled. So in the back of my head is like, well, are we going to get canceled now? Um, I mean, originally I thought, oh, the fall is so far away, like, there's no way that COVID's gonna, like, stop us from having a season. As you can see, I was wrong to think that. Um, I'm a very overly optimistic person, so I just thought the best, and I mean, it didn't happen. I mean, it didn't happen for my conference. I know that some conferences, like the ACC, the SEC, Um, The Big 12 are currently playing, but they're just playing conference right now. But yeah, it was hard not knowing um, if our season was going to get canceled to the very last second. Like, I'm telling you, the very last second we found out. Um, Our original start date for preseason was August 1st. It got pushed back to like August 14th. Then it got pushed back again to August 24th. And eventually the Big East came out with a statement saying that we were not going to have any fall sports. So that was really disappointing, just kind of waiting around um, and just not knowing and then finding out the very last second. Like that, that was hard to hear for sure. Um, But the good news is that we will be playing in the spring. We haven't gotten our schedule yet, but fingers crossed it's sooner rather than later. I heard that the Big Ten Conference um, will be starting to play games starting February 3rd, so hopefully that's the case for us. Um, Yeah, I mean, I haven't gotten a full schedule yet, but we shall see. As of now, things still seem pretty up in the air, but what I do know is that In regards to the NCAA tournament, they are only going to allow 75% of the teams into the tournament during the spring. So originally there were 64 teams that would be entered into the NCAA tournament, and now there's only going to be 48. So that will definitely be even more competitive than it was before to get into the tournament. In regards to the season itself, I heard that it's going to be a shortened season, 
So originally before the fall got canceled, it was going to be an eight-game season with just playing conference. Um, for the Big East, it was actually split up. So we have some East Coast teams and we have some Midwest teams in our conference. So the Midwest teams were going to be playing each other while the East Coast teams were going to be playing each other. And then the top team within each of the region would play each other in a championship or something like that. So I'm curious to see if that would be the case for the spring season, but I'm not sure yet. Hopefully we have some preseason games or some non-conference games, but who knows? I mean, um, like the like I mentioned before, the SEC, the ACC, the Big 12, and then some other conferences are playing right now. They're conference games. And um, I heard from a friend who's at Kentucky. She... Um, she said that they're planning on doing non-conference games in the spring because they're obviously finishing up the conference games this fall. So, I don't know. I mean, the people who didn't get to play this season, they're doing non-conference and conference this spring. I'm not sure. It, everything, like I said, is very up in the air. Um, we'll see what happens. I mean, it'll be very interesting for sure. Fingers crossed everything works out and we do end up having a season. Like I said, I'm very optimistic and I think it'll all work out if the NCAA gets it together and the conferences collectively work hard to maintain a healthy and safe environment for the players. And if a player is unsatisfied with their season or they just want another year under their belt or the spring season gets canceled altogether, they still have an opportunity to play another year due to the circumstances that happened this year. The NCAA actually gave everyone an extra year of eligibility because of the COVID pandemic. And as much as COVID has negatively impacted college soccer, I think the silver lining of all this for those who didn't get a chance to play this fall is that you have extra time to practice with your team where you can grow with them and you can work on things that you need to work on individually and overall just build the chemistry with your team. The way I look at it is don't take the canceled season as a loss. Take it as an opportunity to get better individually and as a team. Well, I think that about does it for this week's episode. I know it was short and sweet. Um, it'll eventually get a little longer, but bear with me. Um, thank you for tuning in. And if you want to keep tuning in, you can check out this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and, of course, Believe.com. Thanks for kicking it with me, Jess Lazo, on the Women's College Soccer Podcast. See you next week. Yeah. Yeah, let me show you how we kicking it.